This podcast is published by MDA National to support doctors in managing common medico-legal issues. Hello, it's Norman Swan here. Welcome to another podcast where MDA National doctor members and expert staff share medical legal pearls of wisdom, practical tips and interesting case studies. Today I'm talking to MDA National Medical Legal Advisor Nerissa Ferry on when to contact your MDO. Nerissa has worked at MDA National for almost 10 years and has assisted members to navigate the broad range of medical legal issues which arise in the practice of medicine. When should I be contacting my medical defence organisation? Members can call the Medico Legal Advisory Line for general advice or on the spot Medico Legal Advice, and they also call to report adverse events, claims, complaints, other investigations such as coronial investigations, Medicare audits, or employment disputes, which are covered under the policy. Okay, so that's what they do cover you for, but I'm a junior doctor or even a consultant and I'm worried that it might be too trivial. Give me an example of things that people think are trivial, but really should you know, are worth are worth giving a call because presumably you don't turn away any call, no matter how trivial the person phoning thinks it might be. Absolutely, no. There is no. We we don't think there is any such thing as a stupid question. Basically, anything that is worrying a doctor, once they they're starting to question whether or not they need advice, that's usually the best time to call us because we get calls about things like subpoenas, providing medico-legal reports and police statements, death certificates, um, there's mandatory reporting for child abuse and for reporting other health practitioners. And with some of these, the legislation is different in every state and doctors move around quite a bit these days as well. So it's always good to just uh, double check if you're not sure about the legislation for the particular state you're working in. So it could be something that you do that's routine, but there's a little voice in the back of your This is about listening to that little voice in the back of your head, which says, mm, this isn't routine. I'm not quite comfortable issuing this death certificate. There's a bit of a niggle there at the back, or there's a conversation with the relatives that worried me, you know, and I don't know what to do. That's the sort of thing. Or a six, or a six certificate, and you think, I really don't want to issue this, but I'm exposing myself to litigation if I say, no, I'm not going to give you your, your sickie today. Yes. Now, learning how to, to recognise when a medico-legal problem might be developing can save doctors a lot of time and stress. Um, there are often warning signs before a matter requires medico-legal intervention. And one of the skills that doctors develop over time is the ability to identify potential problems. So common issues um, relate to patients who are constantly challenging the boundaries of the therapeutic relationship. And for doctors, it's understanding when the doctor-patient relationship is no longer healthy. So they may be getting a request and they might be uh, they might not think it's genuine and they're feeling uncomfortable and feeling pressured. Then um, it's always to bring us and, uh, and, and get some advice. I noticed in the list of things that you often um, talk about is you, you've noticed something wrong with a colleague and you've got no idea what to do. Yes, so under the um, mandatory reporting for APRA, there are certain issues that you need to consider before you make a report and we can help you to determine whether or not it's meeting the threshold for an, a, a mandatory notification. And then we, it's often easy to get terrified by consent issues. Again, that's one of those things where doctors do develop a, a bit of a knack for patients that have red flags. And a, again, it's it's that matter of if it's something that's bothering you, if it's in the back of your mind thinking, I'm not entirely comfortable with this, then it's always best to, to call and get advice. 
So a common one there must be that, uh, say, a 14-year-old who needs surgery, can I take consent from a 14-year-old? That's sort of quite, well, that's probably on the more mundane side, but still an issue. Oh, absolutely. And it, it gets right into the issues of young people and mature minor. So we, we do talk to doctors a lot about Gillick competence and whether or not a young person is entitled to the same duty of confidentiality as an adult patient. But that certainly is a, an issue uh, when it comes to consent. And also we're getting more and more calls about elderly patients who are starting to have issues with capacity. And the issue of elder abuse and that sort of thing. Absolutely, Yes. You talk about how you get wiser with the years, um, but that's not necessarily true. You could get stupider with the years and be over, overly confident thinking, I know all this, I'm going to plow through. I mean, it's not necessarily true that you're older and wiser, is it? Well, look, it's, uh, it depends on, on the individual doctors. Some doctors are like the rest of the population. Some people are more risk averse than others. We always say that you shouldn't wait for a complaint to come in before you call us. So some doctors, particularly the older doctors, if they think they've been in practice for a very long time, they can manage any issues that might come their way. But we find that early intervention and good communication is often the key to resolving a potential complaint. So one of the worst things that you can do as a doctor is to ignore a complaint. Failing to respond in a timely and professional manner can leave the patient feeling ignored and angry, which can prompt an unnecessary notification to APRA. So we find that a well-worded letter can save a lot of time and energy down the track. Now, one area where doctors sometimes fear to call for advice because they just got no idea what trouble they're going to get into is I'm feeling lousy. I've got no interest in my work. I'm apathetic. It's hard to get up in the morning. I don't enjoy things the way I used to. In other words, you're getting depressed or you're overstressed. You know, you, you recognize this, you know, or I'm drinking too much. And I know there's something going on, but God, if I phone up the MDO, they're going to pull the plug, I'm going to lose my income, and I'm just better keeping this to myself. What's, what's your approach to actually people getting advice which doesn't bring the world to an end? Well, look, our, we see that our role is to promote, support and protect our members. So some members can be anxious about calling us or disclosing either an adverse event. They could be embarrassed about what's happened. Um, we recognise that things go wrong. Doctors are human beings and there, there's very little that would surprise us uh, on the medico-legal line. But if they're seeking advice about an impairment or an ethical dilemma, then we speak to them without judgment. We're not here to judge our members. We're here to give them as much assistance as possible. And if we think a doctor is in, in trouble in terms of a, an impairment which has affected their ability to practice medicine safely, then we may assist them to self-report to APRA or if they are aware that somebody else may have already reported them into the mandatory reporting provisions, then absolutely we would love to hear from them because we want to, to help doctors who suddenly find themselves feeling isolated. And what, what, just explain what the Doctors for Doctors service is. Um, doctors for Doctors is for when we get a doctor who calls and is very distressed and we do pick that up. Sometimes it's very blatant. Uh, a doctor may call up and, and they begin crying during the, the call or it may be just a feeling, an underlying 
tension that you think that maybe the doctor's not coping as well as they say they're coping with a, a matter. We know that claims, complaints can be incredibly stressful for doctors and we are, are trained to identify when they may need to be referred to our Doctors for Doctors service. Now, that means that the member will receive a call from one of our in-house doctors if they're happy to receive that call and the in-house doctor can discuss the doctor's emotional response while the claims manager or medico legal advisor can start working on resolving the legal aspects. But there are formal things that people get that you would expect a referral for as well, aren't there? So we advise doctors to call MDA if they receive a claim or a writ, correspondence from APRA or another health complaints body, Medicare or the coroner. Our experienced team in claims and advisory services can assist doctors with any written responses and can take responsibility for ongoing communication in the event of a claim. So what are the take-home messages here? Um, look, we, we always say it's never too early to call. We, we don't think there is such a thing as a stupid question because, you know, there are, it's an absolute myriad of problems that doctors face that they're not really trained in. You know, doctors go to university to study medicine, not law, but they will need to interact with a number of legal jurisdictions. Um, so it's really probably the take-home message is to start to realise when it's time to contact your MGO for advice. It costs nothing for you to call. It's part of your membership service and we're always happy to act as a sounding board for doctors dealing with tricky ethical issues. So it may not even be a clear legal answer. It may be something with a very grey area, but we're always happy to talk to our doctors. And it's available 24-7. It is 24 hours a day. So we actually uh, have a phone service from 8.30am till 8pm Eastern Daylight Saving Time, but we have an after-hours service for urgent calls. So we are on a, a rolling roster, so you will always get one of our claims managers or medico-legal advisors, and that service is 24 hours a day. So if in doubt of that little voice in your brain is saying, mm -mm, lift the phone. Absolutely. So if you're concerned about a matter, if you've been thinking about calling MDA or someone suggests that you call your MDO, then it's probably time to pick up the phone. Nerissa, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Here to support you, visit MDA National's website at mdanational.com.au or call 1-800-011-255 for tailored advice specific to your situation, career stage or policy.